Jordy. Hey guys, how do I introduce my nine-month-old GSD to my girlfriend's family when visiting? He seems to be fearful or nervous. I don't push him to interact with them, but just exist around us all. Cool. Put him in place. Have him lie down. Have your family ignore him. Put him in a crate. Have your family lie down. Have your family ignore him. End of story. That's how you introduce a dog to, pe to people. That's especially fearful and nervous. Advocate for your dog. Advocate for your dog. Everybody wants to pet the dog, okay, but your dog's like going, what are you, fucking nuts? I thought you were, I thought you were looking out for, what's his name? Um, Jordy. Jordy. I thought Jordy was looking out for me. Hey, Jordy, you know I get freaked out by people, right? You know people freak me out, and when people freak me out, I'm going to fucking hide back in my shell, or if they get too close, I'm going to fucking snap at them. And I'm counting on you, buddy. To make sure I stay safe. So I'd really be comfortable for a little bit hanging out on this dog bed, lying down with my head down, and you make a little bubble around me. I like that a lot. And if you're and if you're in if you really want to help me out, take a leash and put the leash in front of me. So your fucking idiot in-laws can figure out where the stop line is. All right. And if anybody drinks, I'd like I'd prefer to get off the road. So I'd like to be in my crate. Cause I don't want no fucking drunk walkers walking by me smashing into me. All right. Next. Oh, going live. <laughs> now we're live. Hey everybody, how are you? How's it going? Let me just raise this camera up a tiny bit. Okay, volume's good. Volume's good. Uh, it's oh, it's yeah, time time for a kid to come in. Okay, mm, love you. Should you go potty. Yeah. Okay. Good night, Joe. Good night. Go one more time. Get it all out. I don't have to. Try, okay. He just went like two minutes. Okay. Hey everybody, how are you? It's the uh, potty time show. <laughs> potty mouth. It's a potty mouth show, Especially actually. Tonight. Hey everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Gelman, Silent Kid Night Trading. This is Joel, and um, it is our uh, three time a week Q and A show. We do this Monday, Wednesday, and Saturdays, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tonight is a ninety minute show. Get your questions in right now. Um, if you're brand new to my world, um, number one, you should probably want to hit and subscribe. Subscribe to the channel. Hit your notifications. Um, so you'll be notified about future shows and uploads. We do about six uploads a day. We're always putting up lots of content. Uh, I've got a training and rehab center up in Providence, Rhode Island. We specialize in board and train. We work with some really challenging dogs, a lot of human aggression, a lot of dog aggression, a lot of separation anxiety, a lot of leash reactivity. We stop a lot of unwanted behaviors, but we obviously can do obedience training as well as we do. Training wanted behaviors. Um, I go on tour 25 dates uh, a year, 25 different cities every year. I do that. Uh, Joelle goes with me. Um, she's uh, 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 documents it all and puts up all the social media and helps out at the seminars. But the big thing is she documents it so more people can even learn. The show, uh, this show that we do, as well as the seminars, are pretty much problem-solving shows. So most people will ask tonight, how do I stop, how do I stop, how do I stop? And um, the seminars, people bring us all these dogs that are um, real out of control, aggressive, anxious, 
they redirect, they're leech reactive, and they want me to stop that. So in order to do that, you have to properly learn how to execute a proper punisher. The magic is the magic to stopping unwanted behaviors is punishment. How to do it. But punishment is not is it's not yelling and screaming. Everyone's like, oh, I'm not yelling at my dog. Well, actually, yeah, you do yell at your dog. With, with the lack of tools, you yell more. The lack of knowledge, you yell more. Um, so people are yelling all the time at their dogs. The cool thing about using tools is, and we'll we talk about remote collars or shock collars, we talk about prong collars, we talk about bonkers, because these actually allow you to yell less, act more, get the message across much more clearly. Um, we don't talk science on this show. If anybody wants to go down the freaking rabbit hole of positive reinforcement, you can't talk about stopping unwanted behaviors other than the only the only way you would use the word positive reinforcement is positive reinforcement is not used in stopping unwanted behavior. It's used as part of the rehab process. It's used as, as to train obedience commands, but not to stop something. It just can't be done. It has to be an aversive. So... Um, feel free to, um, there's a little dollar sign down at the bottom. Some people like to get their questions queued up to the top or just throw us a little bit of cash for all the free videos that have been helping them train their dogs on their own. Um, let's go. All right. Hold it on dog training. A five-year-old dog afraid of storms, bad storm rolled in. He wants to flee. I went to put him back in the kennel. He objected for a second. He walked in and proceeded to take a piss, like, screw you, correct? No. Or could this just be fear and let it be? Medical was checked for UTI. This was yeah. the first time he pissed in his kennel. Yeah, so chances are he was just nervous. Nervous, fearful pee. So um, uh, what I want you to do, though, is is work on your kennel uh, drills. Work on kennel drills, you know, in and out, in and out, in and out, and then kennel up and then down, kennel up and down. You can also do place and then down during storms. Next. Rebecca, asked this last one, but I had to get off and can't seem to find it in the video. What's the best way to introduce new dogs as potential playmates, not strangers? So, Rebecca, I did answer that question, so you're going to want to make sure you go back to your feet. I pretty much just said, I need to know more information. So, I, have, I don't know. I know nothing about you. So, all four of these things I'm going to mention are extremely important. And if one of these is off kilter, you're screwed. I need to know about you and your skill set and your knowledge. I need to know about the dog, the dog's behavior, and it's the way it's socialized in the past. And then who's the other human and who's the other dog? Four things are important. Any of those four things are weaknesses, you can have a dog fight. So I need to know more. The best thing to do is, is to migrate, which is to move in the same disc, the same uh, uh, um, direction. direction, and then exist around each other and figure things out. Also, talk to your friend about the true history of the dog. I don't care that it was abused and left in a shoebox in a drug dealer's backyard, I meant by like, has your dog got into dog fights? What does your dog do with dominant dogs? Does your dog like dogs running up to it? Is your dog pushy and snotty? What's your dog's play style? How many dogs has your dog, you know, met before? So, you know, that that's, there's, there's so many variables and you do it slow and don't try to have them be friends. Also, what do the dogs do when they go into drive? So things are cool now because things are calm, going to drive, is there going to be a dog fight? You need to know all these things. Because the last thing I want anybody to do is be in the middle of a dog fight. Next. Four pits. Good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Is it normal? Is it a normal reaction for a dog getting a firm correction for the first time for an unwanted behavior to try to redirect? God, yeah, of course. And the first time you tell your kids they don't want to do something, they say "fuck you," right? And then when they finally wake up after you knocking them yeah. out, God. they go, "What the fuck was that?" And, you know, they're dropping the f bomb again in your house. Would you give him a free pass? Would you give him a free pass on that one? 
Uh, excuse me, where's mine? I'm still naked. Okay. Um, give, him a free, give him a free pass on that one. Why am I so bright? Right? It's real bright. Well, look at the thing. It's like it's coming towards us. It doesn't usually do that. It's off kilter. All right. No, I'm darker than you. Well, you're tan. Next. <laughs> Top chat. Top chat. Can you read it? Yes. Fly away, Kiara. $10 Canadian. I had a bad crate dog in Collingwood. She's welcome at my parents' house for the first time. We love you. Have hand surgery in July. Prong collar impossible for two weeks. Prepare for e-collar only. Suggestions? Yeah, e-collar's fine. So you're the one that you're one of the people that had the uh, dog at the. Um, did you post up that one dog yet from the seminar, the Doberman in Collingwood? No, I was waiting on edits. It'll go up tomorrow. Oh, it's going when they went to that company mm -hmm. to, to do captions on it. So yeah, this is one of the dogs that we just shot up in the kennel. I talk, well, congratulations, by the way. I'm really, really excited, and thank you so much for being at the Collingwood Seminar. I'll, I'll be announcing my Collingwood dates for 2020 probably later this week. Now, this is the thing, is that we do we do these leech-reactive, human-aggressive, dog-aggressive, stopping and to behavior seminars, 22 dogs there. They're all in the same room. They're all kenneled up right next to each other. No noise in 10 minutes, maybe, maybe 20. The record's probably 908. You know, the longest it's been in the last couple of years has been 932. I say that because I say it because if you're gonna be the guy that does the seminars that specializes in shutting up dogs and leech reactivity and anxiety and crate nonsense, you better be able to throw 20 dogs in a room and, and shut them up so you can talk without raising your voice or talk without a sound system. Because that's really, really important. Um, because nobody wants to listen to whining dogs. Nobody wants to listen to barking dogs. It's relatively easy to do. And we teach everybody how to do it. And we do it in front of everybody. Tomorrow, we're putting on a video showing a dog go from barking to lying down with its head down. If I didn't talk so much, it would have taken four seconds. I think it actually takes eight seconds. Next. Susan says, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, how are you? Kendra. Hi, Jeff. Your live videos have become our gather around the TV show. We love you in this house. Thank awesome. you for all the wonderful information and guidance. Awesome. That's so fantastic. Oh, shit. I'm supposed to say hello to somebody in uh, Scotland. What? I did. I've been doing a lot. Of, like, you know, I do a ton of international. Um, I do a ton of international uh, uh, Skypes. Yeah. So, so Angela's husband, Chris. So, Chris in Scotland. Listen to me, Chris. I want you to listen to your wife. She's going to stop putting out if you don't. She knows your shit. All right? Train as a team. Let her guide the way. Stop giving a fuck what the neighbors think. Next. All righty then. Sheer reflection. When training an adult dog, should he or she be on a leash or crated at all times like a puppy? At what point is it okay for a dog or puppy to walk around the house by itself off leash? Um, I'm not a big fan of free roaming at all. And that makes me a little bit different. Um, no dog, you know, an adult dog that isn't well behaved shouldn't be walking around the house either. I just don't see the value of your dog walking around your home freely. I mean, it could be off leash. Like my dogs are off leash right now. They're next to me lying down. Isn't that what we want, guys? Don't we want to include our dogs in our lives? Not following us around, but my dogs are lying down right now next to me. Angelo came, so when Angelo came running in here with no pants, by the way, 
So, which Classic. it's a small tug toy, right? There's three high drive dogs, two that no bite work, lying down next to me, and they don't budge. And it's not because they're my dogs. It's not because I'm a dog trainer. Everybody can do this. It's not that hard to do. But I want my dogs next to me. And then later tonight, they'll go in their crates and they'll go to sleep. And today they went to work with me. But if they couldn't, we, 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 we went swimming. We'd play chuck it. A couple more exercise sessions during the day. But when you're in the house, why would you want your dogs just wandering around the house? Why not have them lying down, you know, right over there, hanging, hanging out with them? Next. Vegan power couple. Hi, guys. No questions for today as of now. What a surprise. Just yeah. want to say hello and hope y'all are having an awesome week. Love All right. Guys. Just as important. Interactions, interaction. Awesome. Michelle Anderson, our number one YouTube commenter. That's right. Good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. How are you, honey? Kiki. Hi, Jeff. You're the best. My question for you today is how to prevent dogs from being e-collar smart. Uh, number one, a lot of people only use it for this top and don't want to behave They put it on after the dog's misbehaving. So wake up in the, just like what you want to do is you want to just wake up in the morning, put your training equipment on, dress your dog as they call it, rotate the collar a couple of times throughout the day so it doesn't get pressure sores. The collars that we use don't burn. I don't know if any collar burns. That's usually a lie. Um, and then at night, take it off and make sure you have your dog underneath voice control. Get off of prompting. A lot of people stay on prompting too much. And then get to make sure your dog is on punishment mode uh, for non-compliance of a known behavior. Oh, we ran out of ice. Did you, there's, no, there's ice in the... Um, in the freezer. What? Wait, there is? Yeah, I bagged it. You know where it is. You've taken it out of there before. I bought a new ice machine. So I bought this ice machine, a standalone ice machine, because the ice machine in our freezer, it it's like 89 bucks to come out and take a look at it. And if we needed a part, so what did I do? I just bought a freaking ice machine on Amazon for 89 bucks. Look at that. <laughs> Mr. Fix-It-All? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Hey, Jeff, will you fix this? I'm like, I'll fix the problem. <laughs> I fixed the problem. You know, and guess what? I can take this fucking ice machine wherever we want. It's like, Just in case. Yeah, I want an ice machine in my office. We got one now. That would be handy. We can make ice coffees at work. We can make ice coffees at work. <laughs> you want me to buy an ice machine? Yeah. I'll buy an ice machine for work. I will order it tonight. Do you know that I'm getting Amazon shipments here for work? So yesterday, I got in six light bulbs. And it was in my name, so that means it's my Amazon account because Linda has her own. Mm -hmm. And Linda's like, and I'm like, did you order a light bulb for the house? She's like, Jeff, I got a freaking ton of light bulbs here. No. I'm like, did I order them? And I'm like, why would I need them? And I'm like, would work order them? And why would they come here? And then today, we got in leashes. Ooh, we did. Yes, we got We're waiting on them. Yes. Um, so I'm going to give you a box tonight. Good. To take home. So, but we got leashes Good. in. And I'm like, the office, absolutely. They probably have to do this. They didn't change one of the settings. Yeah. They're like, because we get everything delivered. Like, guys, we need duct tape. Amazon. Amazon. We get it tomorrow. We get everything. We get Windex. Windex. Amazon. Everything. Next. Melissa says good evening, Jeff. Hey, Melissa. Hey, how are you? Melissa. See you Friday. She's coming by Friday night again to do OBS. Oh, that's so exciting. I love her. All right. Hey, Jeff and Joelle. Love you guys. Hey, love you too. Kyle. Hi, guys. How can I get my German Shepherd puppy to not rush through doors before me when I enter and exit my house? Um, What you do is you do, I've got a threshold video. So it's called waiting at threshold protocol. It's all done with a leash, prong collar, leash, remote collar, or you can do a barker. And it's um in 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 general, you want to have dog respect your space a little bit better. And just keep in mind, it's not about I don't care who goes through first, by the way. So I'm not one of these like the human always has to go first. No, I have a fenced in backyard, 
and my I'm letting my dog out to the bathroom. I'm not going outside. You're going outside, dog. So it's more about opening up the door and the dog just pauses and waits to be released. Same with your car doors, going in your car, out of your car, um, you know, thing, things like that. Next. Kaylee J, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, how hey, are Kaylee. you? Um, Nikki, hi, Jeff and Joelle. I've been watching your videos for a while and I'm a follower on IG. I recently started listening to the podcast. So excited to be watching you guys live for the first time. Oh, wow. Welcome. Awesome. Yeah, this is a little bit different, a little bit different. Well, if you if you follow us on Instagram stories, Instagram stories, um, then. Uh, we barely did mod the last trip. Oh, too bad. <laughs> Next. Kara. Hi, Jeff. A couple of questions. My dogs range from 9 to 11 pounds. Should they make the bonkers relative to their size? Yeah, make them extra large. Next. Stop it. Hold on. It's another part. Okay. Second, my female chihuahua freaks out on walks around manhole covers. I'm using a prong collar, but she doesn't give a fuck and stops dead in her tracks. Yep. Yep. And I, t I tell a story about a dog that did that in almost every one of my seminars and how we got the dog through that. And by the end of the boarding train, by the end of the boarding train, did you find it? All right. Good job. Nice. Um, anybody else want a cappuccino, espresso? Romy, come back. We got orders for you in a little bit. Thanks, Romy. So um, you come to my house as a guest, you can actually get cappuccinos or espressos made to, you know, to order um, or iced, obviously. Um, uh, so by the end of the boarding train, I had the dog standing on the manhole cover and going back and forth with it. How do we do that? We start out with, we tell, it's a classic counter, classic counter conditioning protocols. Number one, the chihuahua stops dead in its tracks. It's a chihuahua. Keep walking. For starters, literally keep walking. Next. Aubrey and Ollie, best advice for getting a second dog, possibly a puppy. Most important aspects of structure to have a safe, happy home with two. Okay. Number one, I would highly encourage you not to get a puppy. I would look for a dog that's balanced probably the opposite sex um, uh, uh, that comes from probably a rescue living in a foster home that you already know that will give you an honest assessment of the dog that you and your dog can meet. Also, I know nothing about your dog currently, and I don't know anything about your skill sets, but the end goal of being a happy, healthy home, like let's not to be negative. Let's go. I just want them not to fight. Like let's start there. Let's start there. Because what happens is people push too hard. They push too hard. And then what they do is when the dogs start like sort of sniffing around each other, they go, they do things like, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's your new brother. Dog fight. Just like that. I've seen it so many times. So calm is good. Next. Jose, is it okay to introduce my 14-week GSD to the e-collar or no? Um, depends on your skill set. Don't use it for correction. Use it for nicks and you're pairing it with food. So you're keeping your dog, um, um, you're keeping your dog uh, doing the same food clicker uh, protocols and you're just layering the remote collar over it right now and it's all in a lower level nick. Next. Um, Josue, hi guys. Have an awesome show. Awesome. Hey, Josue, thank you so much. Yazarino, yes, how do you teach your dog how to swim without a pool? You can't. Is that a trick question? Lake, ocean. Oh, body of water? Oh, yeah. Any body of water. It's like, you, 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 not like air guitar. It's like you need actually the body of water. But that would be called actually like walking. Um, so what you're going to do is find yourself a lake, find yourself a pond. I'm not a big advocate of ponds. I'm not a big advocate of still water. 
Yeah, I'm not a big advocate of spill water. Um, but but find yourself a lake, find yourself an ocean, watch out for the ocean. Dogs can ingest the salt water, they can get dehydrated, they throw it all up and they have diarrhea. So be super careful with that, um, drinking of the salt water. But I've got a video on um, my YouTube channel, three, more than that, but three good how-to videos, above ground pool, below ground pool, and then open body of water swimming. Next. Amanda. Hey Jeff, I've been using mostly leash information for heel with my four-month-old golden doodle. Is that okay? Yeah, so it's all fine. Yeah, is it? How put it this way? How is it working? It's working. So I had a Skype with these people in Scotland today. They've been going for eighteen months, every week, every week, guys, for eighteen months. Two what classes? Two class. She's missed one. She's missed one class. They train on slip leads. She still can't get her dog to heal next to her. It's not her. What did she do? She got a prong collar. So in Scotland, it had to go through the Underground Railroad, right? They have a drone that like sneaks over the house and drops it in the still of night. All right, Definitely. because in every village in Scotland, they've got um, um, turrets with gunners waiting for these drones to deliver shock towers into the community and infiltrate them, and they shoot them out of the sky. God forbid anybody in Scotland has actually a freaking remote cower or a prong cower. So she took her dog for the first time for a walk, ever, 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 guys, ever, guys. Everybody's like, oh. Everybody's this this whole fucking bullshit copy and paste where they see a tool. Oh, I'd rather spend the time training my dog. It's got nothing to do with spending time. Like, fine, go buy a fucking mortal and pestle. All right, go right ahead. You go buy one. In fact, I'll sell you one because my dad was a pharmacist and I still got one. All right. So it's like there's a reason why they make you know something called technology out there you know as you freaking as you, it's so funny about how it's so funny when people fucking talk about that and they're typing it into their fucking iphone which fucking goes faster than the speed of light right so you got a problem with speed there asshole <laughs> all right well i'll tell you what stop fucking sending me emails and write me a goddamn letter Okay, because I'll keep fucking horse food out here for the fucking pony and water when it stops and you get your fucking fat ass off and you walk up to hand me the fucking piece of hate mail. If you just send me hate mail, let it be real fucking hate mail, cow dung and all. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. That was epic. Sorry. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> what are we talking about? We're talking about Angela's awesome walk. <laughs> Next. Uh, top 10, 1999. Nicole, Jeff, long time listeners, two years. Wow. Wow. Have used all your Jesus <laughs> Christ. She's like, and tonight, I'm done. It's longer than any of my, longer than my first three marriages. <laughs> it's longer than yours, too. You got me beat. Oh You've God. actually had one night stands longer than your marriage. <laughs> Have you used all of your videos to try? It was sort of long. Please, we're still married. October will be seven years. <laughs> anyway. It's fucking military. Nice, the guy's not around. Dogs from 
Yeah. When he was in the military, he was with his girlfriend. <laughs> He's fully off-leash trained and the best toy, best boy ever. Wow. Thank you so much for all your free videos. Awesome. Super proud of you. What's your name? Nicole. Nicole, Nicole, thank you so much. I'm really proud of you. And um, you know, it just goes to show that like you know, I have so many listeners and for the folks out there that are just not doing the work, listen, do it. A lot of you are afraid. I know that. I know that. You're a lot, you're like, man, I've been hearing about this bonker for like six months. Oh, by the way, Angela and fucking Scotland loves the goddamn bonker too. It's like the best thing I've ever had. Yep. She had, she had it right in her, she had it in her hand. She knows she would have had a bonk to freaking bonk me. Maybe. During the show. So, um, so many people are on the fence. Like, man, like I, I hear about this bonker every week and I just I'm just not comfortable with it. And it's like, okay, that's fine. You don't have to use any of this stuff, but stop the unwanted behaviors. And if you're still struggling, but the information's out there, you don't need to be doing that anymore. I just don't want to see people struggle anymore. Next. Mm, Kim, hey Joel, hey Jeff, enjoy all your videos. Thank you. I've learned a lot and had some laughs. Awesome. Thank you so much. Christina. How do I get my eight-month-old husky to stop crying and whining when going for a walk? She's too scared to notice the treats I try and give her. Okay, stop with the fucking redirection. So, okay, explain. What's her name? Christina. Christina, explain this one to me, right? You ready to explain? Let's, let's think about this logically, Christina. Let's really think about this logically. Your dog is whining. You're presenting a food reward. What do you, what, what's the accomplishment? What's the goal? If the goal is to stop the whining, if the goal is to stop whining, why are you doing positive reinforcement on a unwanted behavior? I'm not attacking you, but I want everybody to start thinking about this logically because it's actually stupid. She's not stupid. The person that told her that, I'm sorry, is stupid. They're actually an idiot and they're actually unethical. The dog is doing a bad behavior and you're presenting it with a reward. No, no, we're redirecting. No, you're not. You're presenting it with the reward. Call it what you want, but you can't say you're redirecting on that. And then when you tell the dog to sit and the dog sits and you give it food, it's a reward. You don't get to play both sides of the fucking fence. Which one is it? A reward or redirect? Tell the dog to sit, give it a treat. Oh, no, I, I, why are you redirecting the dog? I'm not redirecting the dog. I'm rewarding the dog. Oh, okay. Five minutes later, the dog is whining. You give it food. Oh, why are you rewarding? Oh, we're not rewarding. We're redirecting. Oh, now I'm confused. The dog must be really confused. So you need to learn how to apply a punisher. Whining equals suckiness. You whine, leash pop. You whine, leash stim. You whine, bonk. Holy shit, that sucked. It sure did. Stop whining. So let me see. When I'm quiet, things are cool. Ah, mark that with yes. Then give the reward. Why? Quiet dog gets the reward. Whining dog gets the punisher. Common sense. It's a simple concept. And for some reason, people are yelling and screaming, arguing about this and fighting against this. And it's like, it's common sense. It's the simplest thing. It really is. And this whole redirection thing is bullshit. Step one, stop. Now, 
Say you've got a dog that's growling at another dog. What do they tell you to do? Present it with a reward. Do you know what that's what people do that do bite work? Research how bite work is trained. It's a reward-based program, by the way. If anybody didn't know that, dogs are trained to bite humans with a reward-based program. It's with a tug. It's with toys. So that's what you're doing. You're actually training your dog to be more reactive. Now, what do you do? Apply your punisher to the growl. Oh, that sucked. It sure did. Next time they walk by, they don't growl. Mark it. Reward. You're, now you're rewarding the good behavior. And you'll be doing that a lot because the dog will probably stop growling and probably not growl so you get to reward a lot. But this concept of rewarding unwanted behaviors to get them to be redirected is an outright blatant unethical lie. Next. Top chat, $10 from Brandy. Hi, to summarize, $240 ER bill due to intense allergic reaction. Pup will try to eat anything. E-collar used for distance advantage, no first, then punisher, or punisher when he's about to go for it. You would do no, well, distance, if the dog's distance, use tone. Do tone as your no and then punisher. Tone and then punisher. Next. Aaron, hey, Jeff, thanks for answering my question on Instagram today. It helped. Cheers. Awesome. You're welcome. Cheers to you. Taylor, hey, Jeff and Joelle, who inspired you to become a dog trainer? What trainers do you look up to? I'm a huge fan. I'll be attending your seminar in Seattle. Um, I don't look up to many trainers because most of them are unethical. Even some of my, even a lot of my colleagues, because they're lying to you. Sorry, fact. The, the, big, the, biggest, the biggest lie is about remote collars. The biggest lie is about remote collars out there. Everybody wants to be the nice shock collar trainer. Everyone's talking about low levels. You don't have to use them for punishments. You're full of shit. Sorry, you're lying. You're either doing it and lying it. You're not doing it, and then you're being just ridiculous that you're not utilizing a tool to, to, to be effective. Or you're like... Nailing dogs at a hundred, but you're not calling them punishers. So it's hard to it's hard to respect those folks because they're lying to the public because they're worried about like backlash. It's same with bonkers. Everybody wants to beat Jeff up for the bonkers. Meanwhile, a ton of trainers are using bonkers, but they just don't talk about it. I have a problem with that. So what, what, what inspired me to get into dog training was my dog, Max. Max is dead. He lived till 12. He died on the table through a surgery that just didn't go well. And uh, I got him and I was uneducated and I wanted a German Shepherd. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And he was human aggressive and dog aggressive. He bit me. And I went to all these other trainers. Some, some of them are still in business, still spreading the same fucking lies. Never say no to your dog. Like, he's biting me. He's going after, like, dogs. He's going after, like, family members. Then I finally met a guy up in Boston who doesn't train dogs anymore, probably not for the last 10 years. And he said, you know, you can say no to your dog, Jeff. I'm like, you can? That was, new, that, that was news to me as well. And that's how I started my journey. And most of it I've done by trial and error. That's why I want people to try. I learn by making mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes. Next. Eric, how is your new puppy program structured? Board and train or weekly sessions? Um, the, we, we can do both. We can actually do, okay, let me just clarify. 
from eight to 12 weeks old, eight to 14 weeks old, we really want you to come in once a week for, um, it's a group puppy class socialization, puppy class confidence building, okay? But we can do a 14 week old uh, boarding train, but then you have to have a, your, your level of expectation is gotta be within reason because dogs only will learn so much and time is time. So three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks is time. So it's not like they're gonna be doing three hour downstays like an adult dog would be, but it's a good way to get dogs off on the right track. That's for sure. Next. Nancy, my dog is two. She won't let me take her in Pet Smart or Petco. Like good. Her. Don't go. Got her in, then she backs up. She won't go in. Don't go in. Don't go in. You don't want to go in there anyway. You don't want to go in there anyway. Stay out of there. It's a terrible place to bring a dog. It's a terrible place to bring a dog. Go to Home Depot instead. All right? Go to Home Depot, and what you're going to do is you're going to have a goal. And the goal is 25 feet and then back out. Okay, that's the goal for tomorrow. And can your dog heal on a leash? Good. Are you using a prong collar? Good. So if you're using a harness, you're shit out of luck with a dog that puts the brakes on. So what I want you to do is we're going to walk in. We're going to pause. Believe it or not, the, the automatic doors freak out dogs. So see if there's an entrance with just the open door for starters. You're going to walk in. You're going to stop. And then you're going to go heal. And you're just going to go 25 feet. Find, follow the orange pallet racks. Got it? 25 feet. And then you're going to come to a stop, put the dog into a sit, turn around, go back out, go home. Next. Jordy, hey guys, how do I introduce my nine month old GSD to my girlfriend's family when visiting? He seems to be fearful or nervous. I don't push him to interact with them, but just exist around us all. Cool. Put him in place, have him lie down, have your family ignore him. Put them in a crate, have your family lie down, have your family ignore them. End of story. That's how you introduce a dog to, pe to people that's especially fearful and nervous. Advocate for your dog. Advocate for your dog. Everybody wants to pet the dog. Okay, but your dog's like going, what are you, fucking nuts? I thought you were, I thought you were looking out for, what's his name? Um, Jordy. Jordy. I thought Jordy was looking out for me. Hey, Jordy, you know I get freaked out by people, right? You know people freak me out. And when people freak me out, I'm going to fucking hide back in my shell. Or if they get too close, I'm going to fucking snap at them. And I'm counting on you, buddy, to make sure I stay safe. So I'd really be comfortable for a little bit hanging out on this dog bed, lying down with my head down, and you make a little bubble around me. I like that a lot. And if you're and if you're in if you really want to help me out, take a leash and put the leash in front of me. So your fucking idiot in-laws can figure out where the stop line is. All right? And if anybody drinks, I'd like I'd prefer to get off the road. So I'd like to be in my crate. Because I don't want no fucking drunk walkers walking by me, smashing into me. All right? Next. Nancy, do you have a video on this? What I just described? I have no idea. No, that came in at 8.05, so I don't oh, know. Oh, I don't know. Um, look, on, look, on, look on YouTube. Look on YouTube. Chances are we do. And if we don't, I'm not going to make one. So this is the thing. Everybody wants me to make a video. And it's like, okay, fine. It's like, 
book a Skype session and I'll make a video. Book a Skype session and, and I'll make a video. I'll record the Skype call and we'll make a video. And a lot of people want me to point, and I'm not trying to be a dick, even though it appears that way 99% of the time, but I'm not. It's like, can you help me find, no, I can't help you find anything on YouTube, my YouTube channel. Why? I got to go on there too. Literally, I've got, this is our 560th show that we've recorded. I've done probably about 800 of them because I was in the radio business for, for six years. Um, and I have to go into YouTube and search is just like you have to search. And then what am I going to do? Copy and paste the link and send it to you. I don't know. I, sorry. I don't have time. People have to remember how many emails I get a day, you know? So I'm putting out massive amounts of free content. You guys got to search, but book a Skype session with me. I'm not trying to like get people to spend money, but that's what I would do next. Top chat, $5, Lisa. Help have my one first, have my first butch fight between 13-month-old GS female siblings. Yeah. What? Are you fucking nuts for having two female sisters? Can I finish? Yep. Everything I tried to do seemed to excite the situation. Yep. Any advice, please? Yep. Well, number one, it's too late now, right? So... That's a hard one. Two female fighting dogs from the same litter. That's a hard one. You might have a lifeline. I don't want to be negative here, but there's something called the grudge. And for trainers to say there's no such thing, man, you have not met the dogs we've met. I've owned two dogs that woke up every morning. They looked at their watch and they're like, 3.05, I'll meet you by the pool. No lie. All day long, they were just waiting to fucking fight. Just waiting. So what I want you to do is this. You have to get really good at massive amounts of structure. Remote collar train both dogs. Massive structure. Think about a boarding train. Two crates, two food bowls, two leashes, two training collars, two place beds. All right? You're going to run your home like technically jail. All right? No free roaming. Everything is permission-based. High level of obedience, but you need to learn how to stop unwanted behaviors. The first snark you look that one of them gives the other, you got to correct. Correct high. Don't wait till it gets to a fight. Once they fight, start fighting, you're screwed. So you have to learn how to break up dog fights as well. So get them to exist with each other. Make it suck for them to even look, think about fighting. Cut down dramatically on your affection, meaning to zero. To none. They don't need affection. Affection won't fix it. A correction is going to fix it. So this is more of a Skype session. Again, I'm not saying this just to people will Skype. You have two fighting dogs in the same house. That is a very difficult one to do. We do it. I've done it. I've done it with multiple more than two dogs in the same house. But it's a lot of work. Next. Um, Julie, hi Jeff and Joelle. We have a four-year-old pit mix from the shelter who was never given any structure or socialized with people or dogs. We've That's had her fine. three months now, but she's out of control. Help. Okay. Okay. This is what I want you to do. Ready? That first half of your sentence question, you throw it out. Got it? You throw it out. You haven't had her for three days or three hours. You've had her for three months. Three months is enough time. So what I want you to do is I want you to take 100% responsibility for the dog that's in front of you. And I know you're calling me and you're looking for questions. I'm not attacking you. But I want people, 
I don't want people making excuses. It's your dog. You've had it for three months. So if that dog came to the shelter, I just want to give you an example. I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. If, you, if anybody's a regular fan, they know how I operate. If you're brand new to the show, you'll be like, my God, he's making people feel bad. Because they get those comments once on my own. I'm like, please, I fucking love you guys. But if that dog came from the shelter to us on day one, we would have, we would have started the structure. No dog in a shelter gets structure. No dog in a shelter gets training. No dog in the, in, the, in the shelter gets anything that will help it succeed in life. So you throw that out the window. The day started when you drove up there, you gave them however much money you gave them, and you took the dog with you. That's when the structure starts. So now the structure starts tonight. Dog sleeps in a crate. Just do structure. Follow, our, follow what we do at our boarding train. Guys, we reveal all the secrets because there are no secrets. We show all of our work. Do what we do. Wow, all, right. all those dogs are in a crate, quiet. So should yours be. Wow, that dog's lying down on the bed, quiet. So should yours be. Wow, that dog is walking next to you so politely. So should yours be. And I have free videos on how to teach all those things. Wow, that dog doesn't jump. My dog jumps. I have a video on how to stop jumping. God, my dog barks too much. I have a video on how to stop barking. Okay, what I'm saying is everything is out there. So you have to take a highly proactive, uh, 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 highly proactive part in this. Okay, next. Nine to five beauty boss. Hey there, my one and a half year old lab in the past month has been marking in the house, mostly when I'm napping on the couch and he's out as well. Mm. Um, peeing in the crate, laying in it, he was neutered this week. How do I stop the behavior? Well, neutered this week, he still might be having some shrapnel effect to that. Uh, number one, but obviously when you're napping on the couch, um, the dog should be crated. But I know he's still pissing in the crate too, but it's just one thing at a time. So, you, you know, I, I would never have my dogs out free when I was sleeping. I just can't. I don't trust them. And it's not a lack of training on my part. It's like it's smart dog ownership, in my opinion, to crate your dog. Okay, wait, it's unsupervised. In the crate, your dog can be reversed, you know, could be, well, first of all, it's just fixed. So it's going to need to go out to the bathroom probably more often. But it could be also reversed house trained. I'm not sure when this started or if it's always been doing this. So put your dog on a very, very tight schedule. Limit food, limit water. Don't starve the dog or dehydrate the dog, but limit access to it. Food is easy. Eat twice a day, five minutes. Water, you can do water with your meals. If you live in a hot, hot climate, you have to obviously leave water out. Um, take it away at night. Um, you can always add it to your food mixture as well, and they can hydrate that way. Uh, what I want you to do is um, put your dog on a, a rotation, go out to the same potty spot every single time, make sure they fully drain themselves. They don't just like, it's not marking, but it's actually, it's actually peeing. Take your crate, you make it as small as you can, so they have enough room to lie down, but also um, sometimes you have to lower the roof, okay? Lower the roof, five points extra, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. What year? Who sang it? I was in Cleveland, Ohio at a basement party when I first heard that. Lorraine Avenue. Anyway, downtown Cleveland for anybody that's in Cleveland. Um, uh, I was the only white guy there too. So me and my friend Ricky Edelstein, two Jewish kids. So um, uh, anyway, that's what I want you to do next. Allison, can a dog's working level change on e-collar? How to know? Absolutely. I don't want to boost too much. No, no. Working working levels are like the water. 
all right? They're like the water, they flow. So are, so are punishment levels. And a lot of it has to do with the environmentals that it's around. So environmentals can be sensory, which sensory is gonna be what? Is gonna be a lot of the times it's visual and um, uh, uh, ears, but also the feeling of things. Also working levels can go down as a dog gets more in tune with you and um, uh, isn't as stressed as well. Next. Kaylee J holding Arlo accountable to his place command as we're using a Roomba in the house for the first time. Nice. Tonight. He was uncertain of it, but stayed in place the whole time. That's all you got to do. Next. Yosefa, hi guys. So our neighbors just adopted a nine month old pit. How do we introduce our American Staffy in our backyard? Do we put leashes on while we intro them? So they just introduced the dog. Do they know enough about this dog? I mean, it's nine months old, so that's good. Um, what I want, and it's, just remember, it's going to change when it's a year old. So be careful. So when things go well, don't be surprised. Just keep your eyes on that dog because a year old things can change. The first thing I would do is this. First of all, why do you want them to meet? I just like to throw that question out there. Why do you want them to meet? Okay. Second of all, walk, migrate. Third of all, have them hanging out together. I also don't know you your skill set. I keep saying this every time because I can't stress how important all these things are. So here's a great example. Who saw the video? Who saw the video of me with the white dog, Ranger, and then I was with five dogs, Malinois, three German Shepherds, and um, a Black Lab, all doing Chuck It. Okay. So it's not because it was me. But if it was an unskilled person was in that situation, they, there would have been multiple dog fights. And it was the farthest thing from a dog fight in that video. And I had, there was no tools being used at all. Like there was nobody was getting shocked or heel tapped or anything. That was all like, that was relationship type, type training. But Wes, her dog, one of the German Shepherds has gone after all my dogs before and has gone after many dogs. And my dogs don't back down from fights. And then this other dog um, that I had has gone after all the staff as well as dogs. So there's it, it, the human, the human holding the leash has a lot to do with it, a huge amount to do with it. So whenever anybody asks me how do dogs meet, I'm concerned about giving advice because if you haven't been in a horrific dog fight before, you won't appreciate the power of a dog and they're horrific. So I'm always really, really careful. So I'd always say, get them to hang out together, not interact, see how that goes for starters. Or you might fucking throw them together. They might be the best dogs in the world. You never know. Next. 999 Top Chat, yes. Samantha. I'm training a one-year-old pit with your videos, Goddard to be calmer. Trainer said dog is shutting down because no whining, lunging at others. She did commands though and interested in environmental environment suggestions you're doing fine tell the trainer to fuck off because she's not reacting yeah tell the trainer to fuck off the dog is calm oh it shut down it's it's such an ego excuse for lack of skill set on the trainer's part did i am i hearing that correctly so i don't just like yell and scream like i always do Got her to be calmer. Trainer said dog is shutting down because no whining, lunging at others. Got it. Okay. So I she got did it. did her command. Right. So she, the dog is actually not whining anymore, not being reactive, and listening to its owner. 
Correct? Okay. And the trainer the trainer says, oh, that's because the dog shut down. Okay. That's because the trainer has a bruised fucking ego and can't do the work. If that if I'm reading it right, because I hear that all the time. No, my dog's actually called behaved. My dog actually has its shit together. And that dog that you think is not shut down is a fucking neurotic mess. But it's happy. No, it's a neurotic mess. We get that all the time. God, those dogs look so sad. I'm like, they're sleeping. They're resting. It's like, what what should they be doing? Like, what should these dogs be doing? Like, I'm in a soccer, I'm in my kid's soccer game. There's a bunch of dogs there. My dog's next to me, lying down on a blanket with its head down. What should my dog do? Because if I want to bring my dog out in public to my kid's soccer game, my kids don't play soccer. This is, this is but a lot of families bring their dogs. Like, you better be able to lie down next to me and be calm, or I can't bring you. Like, guys, this is common sense. Like, we're one of the few countries that, like, if your dog is actually well-behaved, something's wrong with it. Or people are, are amazed. Wow, your dog stayed in a down all the way through that cup of coffee. Wow. Give me a fucking break. Fucking put you in a down state while fucking wife delivers triplets. 24 hours of fucking labor. Give me a cup of coffee. Next. <laughs> what? You're like on a freaking roll tonight. Melissa, we're going to have like, this whole show is just going to have to go up in clips. Sorry, I would what? What? Okay, wait for next. Okay. I'm just like, maybe, oh. I don't, maybe something happened on social media that got me going today. Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't even able to put a lot up today. It's freaking busy. Ryan. Hi, J&J. Got a new neighbor behind me. They have two dogs that bark all the time when they're in the yard. Thankfully, my boys don't react to it, but Good. I am about to. <laughs> what would you have to? <laughs> you know they say? That's <laughs> You know what they say? Ammo's, ammo's a quarter. Bark hours a hundred bucks. So this is the thing, you know, I don't know what kind of neighborhood you live in. In my neighborhood, you don't say shit. Um, you, you, not, I don't know your neighborhood. Okay. And I'm serious. In my neighborhood, you literally don't say anything. It was funny because my folks were staying in the Airbnb in the cottage. Really? If you had a dog that was barking all the time, you wouldn't just be like, hey, can you see it? Well, not in this neighborhood. Yeah. You call animal control. Yeah. But it's funny because my, the, the next door neighbor, they were, um, they smoke pot next door. And uh, um, my parents were like, geez, they're a little bit loud next door and they're going to smell, you know, pot. And uh, my mom knows what it is. So I mean, I'm, I'm her son. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and I'm like, and uh, can you go, go? You want me to go over there? <laughs> mom, like, you know where you're sleeping? It will be burnt to the ground tomorrow. Oh like, my it, God. it won't be there tomorrow. Like, you don't, you don't say stuff. You don't. There's one time we called the police on a neighbor because there was domestic violence. I don't fuck around with that. I'll fucking come in the house myself. But other than that, it's like, nope. Once I was out of town, they had a party until, until 3 o'clock in the morning across the street. Linda did call the police on that one. Yeah. Next. And whenever they're blowing off fireworks in the street, I actually do go out there. And I'm like, 
how old are you? You know, I try to shame them. <laughs> well, but it, but it, it was during the week, and it's like after 10, I'm like, guys, like, you know, yeah. you know, some of us do so get up rude. at four in the morning. Yeah. Any people fly in? Linda, um, all those four things you mentioned about meeting the other dog, is it safe or okay to use a muzzle? She's used to it. Yep, absolutely. Next. Noah, Jeff, dog stares at me in the crate while doing things. I've been doing double down with him, correcting him for staring and loading. He reacted at girlfriend the other night. Should I correct state while in down? Was staring at you with bad intentions, though? Is he trying to growl and bite you? That's not good. Am I hearing that wrong? Okay. So he, this, it says he's staring loading. Oh, okay, loading is my Okay, so let me do, well, I'll just talk about it a little bit. Let me give you some general. I'll give you some generalizations. You absolutely can correct for bad intentions. Absolutely. Absolutely can. Uh, um, you can do that. So if someone's if someone has got bad like naughty thoughts, absolutely. Next. Um, fly away, Kiara. I had the lab in the orange vest who had to be forced in the crate repeatedly. Oh wow, yeah, that dog. Oh wow, it's doing well mm -hmm. for the first time. Mm -hmm. Look at you. Hey, by the way, I'm proud of you. You did. Me too. You did really great at that seminar. You absolutely were out of your comfort zone. Um, we put you personally, as well as your dog, into some uncomfortable situations, um, more mentally than anything else. And um, and you stepped up, and you stepped up, and it's and it didn't surprise me because that's how my fans are. That's how the attendees are. You know, the attendees are at these seminars to be like, man, this shit's going to be hard. Let me go and, and get some guidance on it. And and I want you to know that I'm proud of you. Really, really am. Next. Laura, my golden doodle takes forever to potty when I take him out. I don't free feed. Getting him to poop is still so unpredictable. He's so easily distracted. I end up taking him out multiple times. So the only thing I can tell you is um, you take a Q-tip and you put it in your dog's butt. Mm -hmm. And that will get the shrinker going. And then go to the bathroom. So that's a, that's a, I don't have any tricks because I do training, but that's a trick. Next. Or a matchstick. Matchstick, the soft end of a matchstick, not the sulfur side. <laughs> Ant girl. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Tips on teaching place. My boy is better at staying still when he sees strangers, but not when he sees family. Too excited, so I want to teach him place. Okay, so there's no tips. There's just training, and I've got a free video on, on it. It's a very it's a very easy-to-follow video, and um, you do place as a proactive thing, not as a reactive thing. Places is fantastic. Um, you can also put your dog into a down. And once your dog, after two weeks of you getting that dog to go there with a reward-based system, you start holding your dog accountable through a punishment-based system. So you reward the dog, you get it excited and motivated to do it. They start doing it really well. And then you start adding environmental distractions. And then the dog will break. And then you add a punisher for breaking a known command. And then your dog starts holding command. And place should be the dog lying down with its head down. Next. Nikki, my dog has separation anxiety and has broken, bent, and pulled apart two different metal kennels. Yep. I don't have an e-collar yet. Is there any way I can correct this before I get the collar? Um, you can try. You can try. So you've got to be there, though. Number one, what I would do is for now, I would take plexi, get some plexiglass and line the inside of your kennel. So zip tie. So take plexiglass and then poke, uh, drill holes through it. Get zip ties. Zip tie the inside of the crate. And then also have enough holes for air and then have a fan there so the dog gets air circulation. Um, so number one, you can do that. 
Um, number two, you have to be careful because the dog can self-mutilate still. And then what I want you to do is um, uh, uh, you're going to be using the bonker. Get yourself a bonker. Bonker is a wrapped up towel. Watch my video and you'll see what a bonker is. This sounds really mean. And um, But what you'll do is you'll say no. You'll reach in, take the dog out, bonk the dog, put him back in. Bonk him right on the head. Yep. You're dragging your dog out of a kennel, throwing a towel at its head, and putting it back in for trying to break out of a crate. For, for trying to break out of a crate. You know, so that's what you're doing. So keep in mind a lot of stuff, a lot of these people are, I'm not sure if they're quite aware of how a lot of these unwanted behaviors are stopped. Some of them are gentler, some of them are more forceful. But the way I look at it is this, if you, but if, let's say if this takes two days to do, not two continuous days of barking, um, I mean, um, you know, but, but two nights to do, boy, that's better than literally like years of not being able to fix it. Next. Karen GSC lover, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, how are you, Karen? Emily, how can I get that GSC wine to stop when oh, you board it in a down? Get a lab. <laughs> Been trying prong corrections and it helped, but it has to stop the behavior entirely. Mm -hmm. You got yourself a fucking GSD. Mm -hmm. Not to stereotype, but mm -hmm. we're seeing a lot of whiny GSDs, man. A lot of them. My own included. Okay, not with me, though. If so. you figure it out, please let me know. So, <laughs> so I, I will tell you, and Joelle will admit this. Hopefully, when the dog's with me, he doesn't whine. He doesn't. Okay. Totally all right. So it's all relationship. And she's not a bad dog owner, if, but it's relationship. So the dog only knows me one way. And that means don't behave badly. I'm the one that rehabbed him from aggression. And that when I say rehab, I use that term lightly because I just gave him a swift kick for freaking going after my dogs. <laughs> I was there too. <laughs> right. That was my foot, though. Yeah, I was on the remote. <laughs> so, Met more coming from you. So, so a lot of it, a lot of it is, you know, and, and we hang out, and I just don't put up with his, with his shit. And the problem was, was when Joelle got the dog, she did what every other dog. But see, this is the thing: Joelle could have done exactly what she did with any other dog, and it wouldn't be whining right now. You could have too. So don't blame yourself. You could have been like raised two dogs exactly the same way and one of them whines and one of them doesn't. So the dog does have something to do with it. But get yourself a remote collar. Remote collar is going to help a lot with whining dramatically. Mm -hmm. You can also use a bonker for whining as well. Next. Um, Amen. Hey, Jeff. Worked on structure and heal and fixed a lot of problems. Good. Zero pulling, almost done with separation anxiety. We can't seem to fix reactivity, even when mm -hmm. not over aroused. Corrections never... Um, seemed to be enough for him to stop looking at the dog. I don't even let him get aroused. I corrected the first sign of arousal. Right. So it's possible. I know this is so. If this dog can't even look away from another dog, you're obviously not communicating with your dog how important that is. So what you can do is a couple of things. You can do. Um, you can bonk. You can use a remote collar. The first sign of the first sign of looking. You can do a heel tap. You can do a heel tap and turn. So you can do a heel tap and turn. You can do that. So you could dogs on a prong collar. Let the dog get a watch my 180 video. Watch the 180 video on my YouTube channel. And it's sort of like that. You're healing, healing, healing. You let the dog start looking at that other dog. You literally pop really firmly and you turn the other way. Don't just turn the other way. You pop firmly and you turn the other way. 
the dog goes. See, the thing is, you're not relevant on the walk right now when it comes around these environmentals. That's the issue. So you need to be more relevant. Is relevant or relative? Relevant? Relevant. Relevant. Need more um, um, to be more relevant. So when the dog is doing, there's no environmentals, you're, you're relevant. But when there's a lot of environmentals, you're not. So what you do is you use, you know, all the food in the world ain't going to work historically. I'm sure there's one dog out there that's it's worked on where people have got easier dogs, softer dogs that it works on. Um, uh, but also, I don't know how, how you've dialed up on the remote either. Nor do I know what brand. A lot of people are underwhelming their dogs. They're like, well, I went up to 30. I'm like, okay. But just just let you know that my Malinois, you can nail him at 100 for looking at a squirrel. He doesn't break heel and he doesn't give a shit. And he gets corrected at 10. So just think about that. So Tex, my Mal, like if I look at him, I'll, I'll really bring it down. I'll really bring it down to a, to a really interesting level. If I look at him a certain way, he'll go, oh, shit, right? Because that's what that's relationship training, right? Um, but if I'm using remote level 10, he responds to. If we're walking, he's in a perfect heel next to me, he sees a squirrel, he locks onto it. I can nail him at a hundred on the remote, he shakes his head, doesn't break heel, and keeps looking. He doesn't even change body position. Quite the sight to see. He literally stays in heel and he just shakes his head. And he keeps looking like that was irritating at a hundred. He responds to 10. Think about this. So it's some dogs like they, like you think you're correcting them and on something else, it might be a correction or punisher, but on this, it's not They're fucking dogs, man. It's like a puzzle sometimes next. Hmm, Christina. Oh my God. Yes. Finally. I've been trying to watch forever. Thanks for all the advice. Yes, yeah. finally, it was in all caps. Guys, we're on three nights a week. What the fuck are you doing? Where you been? Where you been? She's probably have like this really incredibly active sex oh. life. <laughs> She's like, Maybe. I've been fucking. <laughs> what are you been doing? <laughs> Podcast? Podcast. <laughs> Working. <laughs> Eating some food, going to the gym, you know. Mario. Thanks. Hello, guys. I'm wondering. <laughs> Did you tell any advice to your clients on the waiting list before they go to your boarding? Like, get a crate, less affection, etc. Yeah. Yeah, we sort of tell them, like, hey, I mean, well, if they've got a fighting dog, it's like, stay safe. Stay safe. Um, um, cut down on affection. You might as well get used to it now. If you don't have a crate, get a crate. Implement the structure. Watch all our free videos. Educate yourself on as much as you can about all this stuff on our free content. Because we have about, right now, we're up to about an eight-week waiting list, which I really don't like. I, I want to try to get it down to six. We just hired another trainer. Um, we're actually getting two more. We're, we're Right now, we're looking for two more, two kennel people, which you do a lot of, like, there's dog behavior that you're working with as well. So we're hiring, actively hiring right now. We, I've, I've given the, the, the okay to, to add 80 more hours of uh, pay to our payroll right now. Um, so what you're going to do is... Um, uh, uh, keep you know, lots of structure. Stay safe. Next. Crixis. Um, much thanks to all of you for helping me and my dogs. Great people great, doing great things. I will be forever grateful. Awesome. Just um, if you really want to show thanks, um, just pay it forward. Just pay it forward. What's your skill set? Give it away. Okay. What's your skill set? Give it away. Help somebody. That's all I ask. Just do. Just be nice. Just be nice. Just be kind. I'm all set. Don't worry about me. I'm good, man. 
things are fucking awesome for me. You know, I, um, that doesn't mean I'm like can retire. It means just things are awesome. Um, so whatever you do, whatever you do, how can you, how can you help, um, the most amount of people with what you have? What changes to the world are you going to make? How valuable are you? How valuable are you to the world? And if you're sleeping more than eight hours a day, why are you spending a third of your life um, in bed? You know what I mean? So that's what I ask people to do next. More than eight hours? I don't even have to flight to get five hours. Yeah, well, we're not normal. Amanda, my two-year neutered, neutered at eight months, German Shepherd Husky started humping dogs randomly when yep. we go to work. Yep. Um, I can't find a pattern to who he will hump. How do I stop this? Um, stockyard whip to the ass, remote collar, you know, it's some 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 sort of punisher. No, and then punish. You make it suck. We're pretty. I'm pretty forceful with um, my anti-humping measures because it can lead to a dog fight. Next. Oh my God, this chair is killing me. I'll get you a new one. Amen. Seems to be enough for him to stop looking at the dog. I don't even get. Oh, I read that already. Yep. Um, Julie, do you recommend a certain type of e-collar? Oh, God, yeah, of course. They, they make a huge difference. So um, we have them on our website. You don't have to buy them from us. You can buy them from Amazon. Um, but the um, e-collar technologies, e technologies mini educator or anything from the dog trail line. Next. Michael. Uh, hello, Jeff and Joelle. Jax paws and runs his face on legs when he has his muzzle on. I assume give firm correction with e-collar. Also, do I keep longer durations each session each each session with the muzzle to get him more comfortable? Correct. Next. Grace. Hey guys, love y'all so much. No problems, but watch just for the entertainment. Thanks. This is a I guess an entertainment show. I'd say so. We're right on the line of educational slash entertainment. Um, inappropriate. Mildly inappropriate. Crown stylist. Hi, I've trained my dog with down with the e-collar. No, hold on. I can't read tonight. I'm so sorry, guys. Hi, I've trained my dog with the e-collar. Not well enough because he still reacts on lead to other dogs. If I don't get see them before him, if I correct him, he goes nuts, reacting worse. Yeah. It's only on two. How do I stop this? It's only on the levels on two? What, uh, what, what if it, I don't know what, if I, I know what brand of e-collar it is. If it's a sport dog, those run hot. So first of all, don't beat yourself up because I think she said not well enough. Yes. Okay, like, okay, like a lot of us are not doing things not well enough, but we're still doing pretty well. So be careful about going down that road, beating yourself up. Dealing with a leech reactive dog, the average dog owner to the experienced dog owner even is not set up with that skill set. Let's start with the home. What's the day look like? Make your day highly structured. Make your day highly structured. Let's do that. Hold your dog accountable in a lot of other stuff. Okay. Breaking down, rushing the door. All right. Forging ahead. Now you become believable to your dog. Now what I want you to do is on the walk, the first signs of arousal, no correct hard. High level correction for a smaller infraction before it escalates is gonna be the magic. If you're a little bit late, you absolutely can start sending the dog through the roof. Next. Dre says, hi, Jay Gang. Hey. Julie, I'm new to you all, but I've been following your training videos on YouTube. Thank you. Oh, awesome, thank you. 
Ant Girl, Jeff, I'm seriously thinking about trying to find a trainer to mentor me. Pros and cons of being a dog trainer? Um, the pros and cons, well, I don't, the cons are, I mean, I, I, I don't see any cons. I don't look at life that way. I mean, I do look at decision-making that way. Like, if I have to make a decision, but it's usually on the fly and instant. But the pros definitely outweigh the cons, but I don't know anything about you. I don't know your human um, skill set, your human skill set. Because this, this business is more about humans than it is about dogs, believe it or not. We need to understand humans. People are always like, the why of dogs. You have to understand the why of humans. Um but I, I can't think of any negativities to it that I would consider negativity because I'm, I, but I have a mantra. It's called 100% responsibility. So if there's any negativity to dog training, it's my fault. So therefore, I go, well, I'm the one that is responsible for that. What am I going to do about it? And then I like to look at it as like a cool life lesson. It's like, cool. Let's work through that. I just like to look through that. I love to own my own fucking shit. It's like I own it. It's mine. Now what are you going to do about it, Gelman? That's sort of like my little message in my head. The pros, though, you're dramatically helping people have a better life. And it doesn't get much better than that. And then from the financial side, you can do extremely well. What's extremely well? I mean, I mean it's not hard. To get, okay. It's hard work, but you can easily attain a six-figure income. So, next um yosefa a rescue american staffy may have been abused so i would like to use a bonker but he, will he have flashbacks okay stop stop right there stop right there may have been abused so you don't even know you don't even know okay and even if he was how do you know but even if he was it's irrelevant flashbacks what the hell is that when it comes to dogs? They're humanizing the fuck out of this dog. Nobody gets a free pass. Okay? Okay, Menendez boys. Sorry that you had your freaking curfew cut from midnight to 11, but that's no excuse to kill your fucking parents, assholes. Okay? You can't pull the abuse card. Same with a dog. What's the dog's behavior? That's all I need to know. This is how you fix it. I don't need the but. But in the past. But this. No. What's the dog's behavior? This is how you fix it. Okay? Got it? Think with this, not with this. All right? It sounds cold and uncaring when I say that, but that's who does well with rehab. Our folks that are using their head more than their heart. The hard part is you're keeping the dog alive. You're keeping the dog in the family. You're helping yourself have a better quality of life. You're helping the dog have a better quality of life. All right? That's the feel-good part. Okay, next. Ooh. How many rants tonight? Well, I can't tell you how many dogs I, bo I bonk at seminars. I never ask if they've been abused or not because, frankly, I don't care. 
Your dog is freaking growling. Your dog is loading. Your dog is redirecting. Your dog is your dog is dog aggressive. I don't care what the dog's past is. It doesn't matter to me whatsoever. You know why? Because it actually does not matter. And for somebody to say it does, they don't understand dogs. They don't understand dogs. They don't understand rehab. And they don't understand dog training. And they don't understand learning theory. And they're full of fucking shit. That's not you, buddy. I'm not attacking you. I'm just saying the people that do that. And people that humanize a dog too. So anybody that says, anybody that says, I don't like bonkers. And then they say, would you throw that? Would you bonk your kid? You immediately discredit anything that comes out of their mouth after that. Sorry, you've lost all credibility. Same with a shock collar. Would you put a shock collar on your kid? Actually, there's some great studies there on special needs children that actually low-level shock therapy works incredibly well, just for FYI. So yeah, I would, but not the way you're imagining. But anybody that says that, it's a sign of just total, total lack of fucking thinking and stupidity. Next. Randy, hey, J&J, have you cooked any more pork lately? Pork? Since you burnt it last time. Didn't you have like? Didn't you leave a pork loin in? Oh, 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 oh! Because I was out by the pool. I think we were on doing the show, and you forgot. Oh shit! Oh, that's right. Oh, and I had to do a. Oh yeah, that got me in trouble. I had to yell out to Linda. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I've got. No, I got PTSD from that. Mm -mm. No, I haven't. I only got one. Hey, did you you know that smoked salmon? From. Oh, day gone like that. Day one. Didn't even bring me any. Like any extra, you just took all of it. You ate some on the way back. And I measured out two ounces. Hold on here. Two <laughs> ounces of salmon he shared with me. Okay. If you really wanted some, you could have easily taken some from the fridge. I've been thinking about it ever since. I'll bring. I'll go to. I'll go buy you some. You gonna go to Canada? No, I'll get you some that's almost as good. <laughs> Nothing as good as Josh's. Nothing Josh's. as good as that. Yes. Ashley donated two dollars. Thank you, Ashley. Guys, um, holding on dog training. Any luck using a heavy duty kennel with escapers? Still working those storms hard to pinpoint exactly when it will happen. If away from dogs, still need to keep him secure. Yes, but they can ruin their teeth, so get plexiglass on the inside along with holes in the plexiglass and a fan. Make sure the holes are small enough that they can't get their paw or their teeth into. Um, that's going to be the magic on that one. Next. Michelle. Yay, Jeff Rant makes my whole day. Laugh my ass off. <laughs> okay, cool. Dre, is it worth teaching the speak command? Um, I don't do it, so I don't know. I'm, I'm not the right guy to ask. Next. Um, ma da, make it suck. The best advice I got in my whole life. My Hungarian pulley. Oh, yeah girl at seven years old and had a really bad behavior not anymore almost perfect thank you from sweden with the, without doors on crazy that's right <laughs> hey, i love you man i love you in sweden yeah oh, man. yeah make it suck it's true even in sweden that translates well to mm -hmm. swedish doesn't it next all right you ready there's one two who did three that parts. who geek girl geek, geek girl you're hey, a, he's a regular you're a fucking regular you know the rules Damn you, geek girl. Ready? Yes. Hi. So I've been training Jasper now with your training advice, and training is going so good. He's listening to me now. Okay, that's enough. That's it. That's enough. We're going to end it there. Okay, but there's always a but. 
I can't put him outside without him panicking really bad. He's adopted and eight years old. What can I do so that he can be put in the backyard without freaking out so much? I make sure he gets his hour a day exercise. He's loved. He's not neglected. I just don't know what to do. Okay. And feel bad for the neighbors who have to listen to him. Okay. First of all, you're fucking connecting like he's loved. Who gives a shit if he's loved? Geek girl. We're not judging you. Geek girl, who cares if he's loved? How about this? Unlove him. Maybe that'll work. Do you know what I mean? This is what I mean. Geek girl, come on. You know how I am. You knew that would be a fucking trigger point. What, do you think I give a shit that you love the fucking dog? That's got nothing to do with the behavior. Maybe she wants to yell at her. Okay. <laughs> she sets you up. <laughs> the ladies do, don't they? Everybody likes the tough love. <laughs> so it's so funny because Joelle's like, Jeff, they actually have been commented they like it. So, yes. so anyway, so this is what I want you to do. So I need more information. Oh, I'll write three more fucking questions. When you say the neighbors are complaining, I got a feeling that means the dog's being audible, right? Like, I, I doubt they're complaining that the dog is just like standing in the sun or pacing back and forth. So, yeah. so number one, how about a bark collar or a remote collar? So at a minimum, geek girl, the dog should just shut up at a minimum. Just shut up already. So I don't, but get, be, next time, don't write me three freaking things and say, stop. Don't get, come to her defense. You're just as pissed off a geek girl as I am. Okay. So um, I said, stop, not hush, by the way. So, <laughs> so what I want you to do is this is next time, just say, when I put my dog in the backyard, he does this behavior next time. Because I need to know. I don't know. I don't know how to solve your problem until I know what the actual problem is. Amanda, it works very well. We can walk by people, dogs, kids running around, anything, and he settles very well in restaurants. Awesome. Two free 15-minute videos train puppy better than two months of purely positive force-free class. Yep. I think the first time I heard that one. Good. Congratulations. I'm glad you discovered me. I'm glad you did the work. Kudos to you and your dog for having a good fucking quality of life now. Sauce Boy Nick. You guys are awesome. My son just said that's my kind of a dog trainer. Oh, geez. The iPhone joke. He popped in summer vacation. Laughed my ass off. Our GSD puppy is making progress already. Thanks for all you do. Awesome. Proud of you. Tell yourself I said hi. Brett. Hey, Jeff. Trying to teach my dog to heal. Dog reactive, but keeps pushing forward. I use prong and correct, but seems to make her more reactive. Yeah, you missed the, ti the timing. Is it? Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's your timing, Nick. So, Nick, what I want you to do is try my 180 move. Go to my video, go to my YouTube channel, which you're on now in the search box. I just tell people that because if you just search into main YouTube, like you'll end up with like a bunch of streetcars doing 180s, I would imagine. That, that are a bunch of chicks doing reverse cowboys. Um, so what I want cowgirls. you cowgirls, fine, whatever. So what I want you to do is um uh, uh, 180 in the search bar of ours, and you'll learn how to do that next. Shay Haywood donated 9.99. Oh, it's Shay. probably supposed to be a question, but it's not there. Hey Shay. Um Let's see, Karen, Corinne. So we've been working on down, say, hundreds of tuned, tuned, like you taught Ta me. Hundreds times. of times, yep. Um, dog broke down, got e-collar correction. Now can't get him to break. How do I reinforce the break <laughs> command? Did I mess him up? <laughs> Your dog's too trained. You don't mess him up. You got a dog that'll down. Think about it. Uh, you'll probably have to cut its nails more because it won't wear them down. Um, what I want you to do is this. Break is an actual command. Leash on the dog. Food in the hand, break, and then guide the dog back. Guide the dog out of place. Guide the dog out of place. 
kudos to you. It just goes to show that a fucking Punisher works. Next. Veronica, I have a three-month-old pit. I've had him for two weeks now. Any tips on how to raise a non-aggressive pit? Okay. So this is the thing. Whether he's going to be aggressive or not, we don't know. I mean, you can do all the hard work in the world and the dog can still be aggressive. Not because he's a pit, because he's a dog. So this show is designed for specific things. So you have a general question, how to raise a dog. What I would do is I would start by consuming massive amounts of my content, which is on uh, YouTube. It's all for free. And then you can get me, ask me specific questions, but I can't spend, or, you know, do a Skype with me, do a Skype with me and I will give you one-on-one -on -one coaching. So the first thing I would say though, is you should be creating your dog at night, creating your dog when you're not home, massive amounts of structure, cutting down on affection, exposing your dog to as many environmentals as possible. Remember you're raising your, you're raising a dog, a dog, not a puppy. Okay. Introduce it to as many sensory things as you can. All food-based training right now. But hold the dog accountable for no jumping, no barking, no whining. Next. Blake, have you ever heard of a dog losing patches of hair around neck area due to a prong collar? Um, yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, not just a prong collar, but a, a flat nylon collar. Yep, absolutely. Next. Taylor, totally makes sense. Thank you. You're welcome. Corinne, hey, Jeff, how old is girl? Girl is eight now. Next. Um, Nancy, I always tell my dog no expressly when she pulls backwards and she doesn't want to go in. Nice. Um, Harrison, I'm trying to get my dog to wear a muzzle because she bit another dog last week. I want her to be safe and others safe. Mm. How do I get her to wear the muzzle? Cool. You want to do muzzle? Well, it depends. Just try putting the muzzle on the dog. So sometimes we'll just take a muzzle. We use Baskerville muzzles. So we use the Baskerville plastic muzzles. So look up Baskerville. Amazon has them. They come in size zero through six. There's a size chart right on there you can get. Um, also, there's like some, they'll give you breed suggestions for what size. Um, for all you know, you'll take the muzzle, put it right on your dog. Your dog will be fine. If not, there's muzzle, there's one muzzle conditioning you can do. Excuse me, we have a video on that. Sorry. Next. Making me tired. I know. Makes Seriously, you all have helped me so much. I wasted a lot of time with my older male, Border yeah. Collie, with positive-only trainers. Yeah. He got worse. I know. Now that he gets punished for being an asshole, things have changed a lot. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I think feeding an asshole dog just makes you have a fat asshole. Um, uh, I think that, that we do a ton of positive training because we want to train dogs how to do stuff. But you can't. To stop stuff, though, nobody wants. See, that's another thing that about like this when he asks, like, who do I look up to? It's like nobody wants to talk about punishment. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. Nobody talks about punishment. Well, well, do you do you stop unwanted behaviors? You do. Then why aren't you talking about punishment? Now, there's art trainers out there that actually don't stop unwanted behaviors, and that's fine, as long as they say you don't need punishment. Because no, yeah, you do, but you're in a different arena than we are. Like you're playing a different you're playing a different game than we do with different rules. Because you, you, if you're just training sit, down, place, and heel, but you're not stopping stuff, well, then you don't, we, we're not, we're speaking different languages now. We can talk about the best way to train a behavior. I'm sure we'll probably agree almost 100%. But as far as stopping a want to behavior, you don't, frankly, you don't know what you're talking about. Because that's not your arena to play in. So the thing about positive reinforcement is it's like, it's great for a lot of stuff. Like people say clicker training doesn't work. I'm like, yeah, it does. But, but what are you trying to do? It's like me hiring an agility trainer to do bite work. It doesn't work. Or a heart doctor and I'm at my podiatrist's office. Next. 
499. Christopher, I was 16 week old pitbull. In what order should I watch your videos? Um, there's really no great order. Start, any start, start, start with your do it yourself. Start with a DIY next. Lisa, I get it all. I have structure, I have crates, kennels, and training. Awesome. Um, see, my seven month old dog comes to the office with me and barks like a maniac every time a customer comes in. I tried correcting with the prong collar, but he ignores it. What can I do? Get yourself a proper shock collar and tell your dog to shut up. Even better, less than $100, get yourself a Garmin Bark Collar or an e-collar technology collar. We've got them on our website, but you can buy them from Amazon, um, and it goes off automatically. Your dog barks, it gives it, a, gives it a shock, makes it suck. And anybody that says the dog will have a negative association with your customers is full of shit, doesn't know the first fucking thing about animal behavior. Next. Um, Julie says, thank you for your help. And hold on. Why, why, and why do I say that? Why do I come across as a dick that way? Because because I'm so tired of people fucking telling owners that. That's why. So I just say it casually if anybody ever says. So if anybody ever says that it's going to create a negative association, you know, with, you know, with a customer. Why? People say that. Dog trainers, vets, behaviorists say that. This whole fucking thing about creating negative associations with things. Don't, don't hit the top of your dog's crate or else it'll have a negative association with a crate. I'm like... So my I've never hit the top of my crate, but my dog is fucking screaming and barking and spinning and biting in the kennels. So uh, what do I do? And why is it doing that? Because somebody made it have a negative association? Is that why my dog's acting like a total fucking asshole? Because somebody like created this negative association with a crate? Because I didn't. Because I've been listening to you. And you said, don't do that. And I listened to you. So what do I do? Help. Or make the crate more inviting. Okay. Does this involve like an Amazon wish list here? Like what's involved? Because people are struggling with dogs and crates and they're being lied to on how to stop it. And then the dogs are being kept out of the crate and then they're shitting and pissing and destroying the house. And then the dog ends up in the shelter and it all could be stopped. Literally, it all could be stopped if the first time your dog fucking whined or barked in the crate, you walked up to it, you said, no, hit the top of the crate, shake the crate, bonk the crate, put a bark collar on the dog, put a remote collar on the dog, make it suck to be a dick in the crate. It's it's all fine. It's all fine. It's funny. I've been studying this in, in uh, WA, so Western Australia. They're coming up with a new, they want to pass this new law about like a lot of stuff, a lot of really bad stuff, oh, meaning boy. like, but it's all under the guy, the Trojan horse is animal welfare. That's the Trojan horse. Mm. So there's a lot of good points. Your dog can't be like left outside, chained outside for 24 hours. Um, your dog can't be unattended for over 24 hours in the house. Um, uh, your dog can't be left in a hot car. Like They do all these things that are like, yeah, of course, of course, of course. And then they slide in. They slide in the whole like, oh, if you can't be working your dog when it's anxious or nervous or fearful or and then the shock cowers. So this whole thing on shock cowers. So this is why I discredit them. This is why I discredit them, because, first of all, there's no studies that they actually there's no good studies that they're looking for. They like to quote all these studies. But one of the things is they put in there. This is this is, by the way, legislation. Yeah. So this is not just like, you know, somebody's blog post. Right. It's, it's, it's actually legislative stuff. 
So when they put in there, there's a line. I'll, I'll print it out and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll get it up there. But this, this specific one thing, which in my opinion then discredits like their whole philosophy on, on shock towers. Studies have shown that shock towers don't stop, don't get to the root of the problem. Therefore, they don't fix the problem. And they give an example such as barking for boredom and anxiety. So let's just stop right there. Let's just stop right there. Don't use a shock collar on your dog for barking because it doesn't it doesn't eliminate the root of the problem, which may be boredom and anxiety. Okay, stop right there. So with that theory, you're trying to tell me that my dog is barking in the crate because it's bored? That's why my dog is barking, because it's bored. That's what, well, that's what they're saying. They're saying it's bored. How do they know? They asked the dog. And all the, I put my dog in the crate five seconds ago. Yeah. So it, it got bored that quick? Yeah. So my dog gets it. My, my dog, when, it, my, when I walk into a store and my dog's in the back car, the air conditioning's on, guys. And I've actually got a passenger in the car. And the car is running, so don't freak out. And my dog starts barking. It's because it's bored mm -hmm. or anxious. And when the dog's in the backyard, all right, and it sees something and it barks at it, it's because it's bored or anxious. Oh no, we're not saying that. We're saying we're saying that like it's no, no, don't you? No, another dog just walked by. Oh, okay. So my dog is allowed to bark when another dog walks by. Then <laughs> that's allowed. Or can I shock it then? Oh, you can shock it then. Oh, I can? Semantics. But how can I, though? Because you've just made these tools illegal. Yeah. Guys, you're being lied to. It's the Trojan horse. It's the tro they're, using, they're using all of these studies with a fucking shitload of fucking cliff notes. What do you call those things at the end? Like all the sources. the sources? With all these fucking sources to be intimidating, and they're well-written. The problem is, they're like... A lie is a lie, no matter if you speak like me or you speak like an intellectual, it's still a lie. Yeah. There's only two behaviors, bored or anxious. Right. So it's like the root of it. It's like, do we really need to know the root of the behavior? Right. Like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, my dog is barking. I don't give a flying fuck if you're bored or anxious. Yeah, Shut the shit. fuck up. Seriously. Who gives a shit? I'm fucking pissed off. Well, I'm not because I don't get pissed off. But I'm saying, though, it's like, but it's like, me who surprised yeah it's like who cares yeah Ooh, your dog is bored Ooh, sorry that you're bored dog next um nancy i need to give my two-year-old dog a bath she won't go in the tub any video on that no grooming videos though just look up groomers look up groomers next shona my happy go lucky one year golden just fought with a board and trained gsd for the first time after eight days of no problems and harmless play fighting i was it was so intense. I had no idea how to break it up. I tried e car and high. He just yelled, but the fight got even more intense. Yeah. Okay. This is, who is this? Shona. Shona. Your personal dog got into a fight with a boarding train dog. Did I read that right? Okay. So a little bit of business advice for you. And I'm sure you already realized that. But I, but that's what's done is done. But for all my trainer friends out there, for all my colleagues out there that are running boarding trains and boarding trains out of your house, your personal dogs 
should not be rough playing with a board and train. Okay? Ever. That's not why the dog is there. And things like this could happen. That's not why the dog is there to rough play with your dogs. Your dog is there to learn and not learn how to play rough. So keep your dogs separate. Your dogs can be around board and train dogs, but even on some, I tell some of my clients, I mentor a lot of dog trainers and I'm like, keep your personal dogs separate. They don't need to be around because the dog's not there for socialization. Okay. They keep, there's no reason why they need to ever blend. Nope. None. Zero. You're a business. You're a business. Next. Kyle, six month old GSD is doing well socializing with other dogs. He's very friendly. Is there anything I can do to keep him that way? Or when his hormones come, will he inevitably become a bit aggressive? No, not necessarily. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, this is the thing is a lot of the times it's a crapshoot, right? A lot of times it's a crapshoot. You know, try, pre, try, prevent him from getting attacked by off leash dogs. Ideally, that'll fuck things up right there. And that happens. Mm -hmm. um, I would stay out of dog parks. I would start getting your dog to learn how to exist around dogs. So not everything is a party. Not everything is play. Be careful anywhere from, from nine months to a year old, things start changing with your dog. So um, don't take for granted that your dog is always going to be this friendly dog. A lot of people like, you know, they'll, 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 a lot of people, they'll send a six, a six month old boarding train dog to us. It's with us for say a five or six week boarding train. They pick it up. It, that means it's seven and a half months. We've had that dog for six weeks. So we've had that dog for almost more than, we've had it to talk about what, more than 10% of its life. Actually, more than that. Which dog? I'm just giving an example. Oh. But, they have, but you own a different dog. There's a different dog at seven and a half months old than it was at six months. So the dog is actually even different. Not only is it trained, but it's actually a different dog. So dogs start, dogs grow real, a lot the first year to 18 months. And then they sort of like peak off. So... So you don't know. Next. Actually, it's past 1.30. Mm -hmm. One more question. Okay. Last one. Um, Nikki says, while I'm at work, she's kenneled. How do you recommend a corrector for trying to break out if that's even possible? Yeah, that's that's hard to do. If she's barking, get a bark collar on. What you can do is you have to set it up. Do it on, do it on a day you don't work. Put her in, remote collar on, set up a video camera, get a nanny cam, get in your vehicle. If you have a vehicle, pull out and then drive down the street. And then what you want to do is you want to... Um, uh, uh, you'll be able to use the remote collar for any trying to get out of the crate then. All right. All right, guys, we got to go. It's a, it's an hour and a half show. We've already gone over an hour, hour and a half. It's already 9.33. We got to get out. We got work to do still tonight. We're going to edit videos tonight a little bit. You don't have to. Probably not. Really? Yeah, you have to. Not because I say. You have to. That's your own fucking demons. Mm -hmm. I know. What are you working on? Everything. Yeah. Any signs, nice. Puppy one was really good. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, it was really just cute. Mm -hmm. It's good. All right, guys. Um, Jeff Gelman Seminars.com. Jeff Gelman Seminars.com. I'm going to be out in San Francisco um, next weekend. After that, we're going to be in Buffalo, New York. For all my folks in Toronto, Montreal, you know, in, in, in Canada, guys, I'm in Buffalo, New York. It's my closest I'm going to be to your, to to Toronto and that part of uh, Canada. I'm going to be out in Vancouver later in the year. But, um, but come on down. It's not far. It's not far at all. Okay, SallyCanineTraining.com. Check us out on Instagram. Our Instagram stories are always fun. 
madly in love with you guys. Take care. I feel honored and blessed that we can uh, talk uh, all this time.